What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 45 of the Abstract Sports Podcast, where we are bringing sports back to life with a unique perspective on the game from abstract yet popular angles. As always, we are coming at you live on Facebook. All the viewers here are spamming emojis. I'm seeing some angry ones, some hearts, some laughy ones. Um, if you weren't here for the pre-show, it was pretty good. I ran down all the games that are going on today. A lot of excitement in the sports world with NBA finale action. We've got the uh, NHL postseason action getting underway. And, of course, you have a bunch of baseball games going on every night. So, oh, and a couple of soccer games that I don't, apparently don't know the abbreviations to. In case you weren't aware, RSL stands for Real Salt Lake. <laughs> That's the one I should know because they're the closest team to me, but it's whatever. I don't even care anymore. Uh, but like I said, we're coming at you live. Please share this broadcast with your friends and your family. Spam. Keep spamming the Facebook emojis, and let's get this party started. All right. So... Pretty exciting show today. We've got a lot of stuff to cover, a lot of different sports, actually. I think we've got one, two, three, four sports we're going to be talking about by the end of it. Uh, technically five if you include the uh, if you include eSports. So um, I'm just going to dive right in. I'm going to start with the PGA. I don't have a golf thing, so I can't play like a golf transition for you guys. Um, basically, Patrick Reed... He managed to stay afloat in the last round of the Masters on Sunday, and uh, he got his first PGA Masters win at Augusta. Pretty exciting stuff for this guy. I think he's won other one. He's won one other um, championship, and that's a really about it. According to Wikipedia, he has um, no. He's notable for his victories in the 2018 Masters tournament and the 2014 WGC Cadillac Championship. Um, so he's a really New to winning, I guess you could say. Um, he hasn't won a big one in, a, in four years. Uh, but he beat out some pretty big names uh, in golf right now, um, in that final round especially. Uh, Brad on Facebook says, Kentucky Derby is first week in May. I, I do. I would consider that a sport. It's That's about three weeks away. Probably something I'll do some coverage on somehow. I'm not entirely sure. But I will give it my best shot. Um so the thing about the PGA Masters this year is that there are a lot of different storylines going into it, and it made for some really exciting golf for once. I feel like golf hasn't really had this much excitement around it in a long time. So it was pretty cool to see that. And I actually, because I had to do some laundry this weekend, I was able to watch some golf on the cable network uh, at my brother's house. So <laughs> Um, Alice on Facebook says Jordan Spieth had an awesome last round minus eight for the last round. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is insane. Jordan Spieth minus eight. Holy cow. That's the, the best day. There's a minus seven from some guy named P Casey. I don't know his full name. He's not American. He's from somewhere else. Minus seven though. That's, that's pretty baller. Got a minus five, a few of those. Um, I say minus five, but it really is, uh, you know, five under, but I'm pretty sure you understand that. Um, Tiger had a, he was one under on the last day, ended up with a, a one overall. Um, and the crazy thing is that it really came down to the wire 
on Sunday. I'm sure you know people. Most of the people in here watching have pro- probably watched some of the Masters on Sunday, and probably a lot of the weekend. But it was sort of like three guys in, towards the end who were so sort of going shot for shot and like taking the lead or almost taking the lead, and then like gaining it back. And uh, it's it's you know, probably the slowest intensity you can see in sports because it is golf and like they have to keep walking from place to place. And, uh, Jacob slash Tara, welcome to the show talking a little bit about, about some PGA action, professional golf association, in case you weren't aware. Um, I say, um, a lot. I really got to cut that out, man. I am terrible. So, it was Patrick Reed, Ricky Fowler, and Jordan Spieth all coming down to the wire in the last day. Spieth had probably the best performance on the last day. I mean, I would say hands down, but there were some guys who made who covered some ground on the last day. But minus eight on the last day, that really helped his overall. Um, Patrick Reed had a minus one on the last day. Ricky Fowler minus five. And then you have Jordan Spieth minus eight. Um and Spieth ended up with a 13 under on the tournament. So that tells you that he was five under coming into that last day. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how golf scoring works. It just kind of all carries over to the next day and you just keep going. Um, <clears throat> Brad on Facebook says, Hey, did I win cash for second in the college brackets? No, <laughs> you did not. Uh, actually the, the person who won it, Cardinal B1 or whatever his name is um, on ESPN. He uh, received his gift card and he he redeemed it and he's probably spending it on who knows what, but congratulations to that guy. I am happy for him. He helped make for uh, a record-breaking March Madness tournament challenge for the Abstract Sports brand and uh, in coming years it should get better, so look forward to that. Uh, There's another uh for you. Holy crap. So I'm a part of this podcast editors group on Facebook where it's basically a lot of people who do legit podcast editing as they're living. That's what they do for a job. And a lot that it's basically a lot of people just bagging on other, you know, on their clients for saying so many ums and yas and, and, you know, pause and filler type of words. Um, but for me, I see there I go with another, um, I only I'm now I'm starting to notice it because they dog on their clients so much and I'm like, "Oh, I'm one of those guys." But honestly, I don't even care because much like sports, this show is relatively unscripted. I do have an outline and I have to fill in the gaps of that outline. It's not like I'm reading a book to you guys. So you're going to hear some ums, you're going to hear some uh, uh uh, you know, you're going to hear some really weird sounds and you're just going to ha- kind of have to deal with it. That's that's where this podcast is these days. Um, another one. <laughs> uh, but anyways, during the last round of golf, I'm not going to lie. I did take a nap. Okay, I was doing laundry. I took a nap, but I managed to wake up and just in good time to see that uh, Jordan Spieth had tied Patrick Reed for the lead at like uh, 15 under. 14 or 15 under or something like that is right towards the end. And then Spieth had a couple of shots that just didn't go well for him. And uh, he ended up giving up that lead ultimately for Patrick Reed to get that green jacket. Uh, the next day he was at the Lake. I think it was the Lakers game. He was at a basketball game. I'll, I'll say that much. And he was wearing that green jacket and getting dapped up by all the NBA players. Pretty cool for him. I'm sure. Um, Alice on Facebook says, 
Sergio Garcia had a record high score in a hole for the Masters, plus 13 on the first day on one hole. That's right. I, I heard about that. And I, I remember listening to ESPN radio and them talking about it and how he, they actually interviewed him about that, that hole. And he was basically like, you know, I tried to handle it like a pro. I wanted to make sure I got my, I made a good shot and I, I kind of worked through that difficult stretch. Um, unfortunately, you know, plus 13, that's, that's, that's a double, that's, you know, just think Jordan Spieth was 13 under on the overall. He, he had 13 on one hole. How are you going to make that back? Oh, that's, that's just terrible. Brad says I can beat that. Yeah, I can beat a 13 too. Um, luckily, I think we play a 10 stroke maximum or eight, I guess, because otherwise we could be there forever. Just, um, you know, putting the ball and have it lap around the hole and do that over and over again. So we're no pros and that's totally fine. <laughs> uh, so congratulations to Patrick Reed on winning his first masters. It's gotta be a pretty sweet feeling. If I, if I have to say, um, uh, that's all I've got for golf. I have to say I am excited for golf. Um, for my birthday, uh, Alice here, she gave me a sweet, uh, oh, and Eric, they gave me a sweet 10-hole uh, punch. A 10-hole punch doesn't really sound right, but I get to go golfing for my birthday for like like 10 different times basically, so I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, looking forward to the good weather. It is coming. So, with that, we're going to move into a little bit of this kind of action. I'm just going to throw it out at you. It's football, ladies and gentlemen. Or men. Gentlemen. <laughs> so, a little bit of football news today. The NFL preseason schedule has been released. Kicks off with the Hall of Fame game on August 2nd between the Chicago Bears and the Baltimore Ravens. And then the preseason runs through the end of August. There's a handful of nationally tele televised games, like nine or ten or something like that, throughout the, the preseason. Um, but the, if you don't, just to refresh your memory a little bit, I mean, I always have to check. Uh, Becky on Facebook says, oh, well, Eric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eric, too. He, I guess he was a, a, a joint gift giver in that, in that punch card. So thanks to both, okay? Um, but preseason runs for, I think, four weeks. The, the Hall of Fame game is sort of a standalone deal. And then you've got a bunch more games over the next three or four weeks. And I know all you football fans are really excited about it. Um, I, I sort of follow the Titans, mostly because my brother and a couple of my friends do. And uh, they released their new jerseys. I have to say that overall they did a, a good job. Uh, except I'm not a huge fan of their typography for their numbers on their jerseys. And that's me being a, de a designer, you know, a designer is going to, I'm going to critique everything. I see the details and the, the number three on their jerseys really bugs me. It's got like this weird, like beak in the center of it. I know what they're doing and it's a minor detail that nobody else would notice, but I'm just like, ugh, could have done that better. You could have treated that better. Um, Brad on Facebook says, no wonder he had to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. To pay for. My birthday gift. No. <laughs> um, so, man, my birthday is already a month ago. This year's flying by, guys. It's already a quarter of the way through. Woo! Well, yeah, more than that. Quarter of the way plus a week. 
So if you're looking forward to some uh, some NFL action, you've got let's see, it's mid-April, April, May, June, July. <laughs> you have three months and three weeks before football's here. So just because they released the preseason schedule, don't get all too excited. You have a long ways to go. It's still NBA playoffs coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, let's just jump right over to the basketball action. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm really hyper today. I don't know what it was. Um, I think it's just because I had a really good day. You know, I was really productive at work and and uh, took took the wife some dinner in between work and podcast, and I've just been energetic ever since. So uh, let's just keep getting it. So today, oh wait, Brad on Facebook says draft starts the 26th of April. Is it the 26th of April? NFL draft. 2018 it is on april 26th to the 28th so there you go there's something else to look forward to um that's much sooner than than august so yeah april what was it april 26th to 28th you got the nfl draft going on i believe it's in indianapolis i think that's where it's always at pretty exciting stuff and we're gonna move on to some i think i already played the basketball it's it's turned on so i'm not even gonna bug not going to mess with it. Today is the last day of the NBA regular season. It is the season finale. Fin ale, if you like to pronounce the phonetics of a word. Uh, the game of the night that you want to be watching if you are an NBA fan or uh, if you don't have a game to watch tonight, here is one you should watch. Um, it's underway right now, actually, and I'll give you an update on the score in just a second. And any game that I talk about here in a second, I'll give you guys an update on what the score is, when when the game starts, uh, you know, provide some value to your life in terms of NBA basketball. So the Denver Nuggets are playing the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minnesota. So this game is the game of the night because they're playing for the last remaining playoff berth um, in the East and the West, I believe, um, at least in the West. I know that they're basically if – Whoever wins this game is in the playoffs, and whoever loses is out. They get that eighth seed. Um, and with Jimmy Butler back, Carl Anthony Towns being that athletic big that can stretch the floor, shoot the three, uh, and all the other weapons they have, I think they're going to beat uh, the Nuggets tonight. I know that the score I saw it earlier, and it was – I think I was still on track with that, but it is a close game. According to ESPN – Right now, the game is – where? why is it right here and not up here? There we go. The Nuggets are – so Nuggets are 75, Minnesota, Timberwolves 70. Okay. It just changed on me, guys. Oh, it's making it really hard. Timberwolves are beating the Nuggets 79-77 with four minutes to go in the third. So if that comes down to the wire, that's going to be super exciting for you all to watch because – the winning team goes to the playoffs. It extends their season at least four more games. They probably get paid more money for that kind of stuff, and they can try to compete for a championship. That's pretty sweet. Um, so if you're wanting to watch a game, that one is on the way to the home stretch, and it's a close one. Winner goes in, winner goes home. The next game that you should be paying attention to and this one it happens a little later in the evening, so you can watch that Nuggets-Timberwolves game and still watch this one in full. Uh, the Jazz are looking to snag the number three seed in the West with a win over the Trailblazers tonight. 
A little bit of fun facts for you going into this game. Blazers have lost the last four games, and the Jazz have won the last six games. Um, The Jazz are also on a ridiculous tear since the All-Star break, or since like January, I guess. They're like, they've won a plethora, like the vast majority of their games. Um, So I'm betting on them. Uh, According to Donovan Mitchell, they have the defensive player of the year and the coach of the year. So he just has to go out there and do his job, and they'll get the win and, and earn that number three seed. Uh, what's funny is that I guarantee, I can't guarantee it, but I'm predicting, I already predicted that he is the rookie of the year, Donovan Mitchell. How cool would it be if three jazz members got uh, end of year awards? How cool would that be? Rookie of the year, defensive player of the year and Rudy Gobert and coach of the year for coach Snyder. Quinn Snyder is a hell of a coach. I mean, you don't just lose your star player and Gordon Hayward, get a rookie who, you know, goes under the radar and ends up being the best in the league. Uh, there's some great coaching happening there. He's got his guys um, running a a game that has a lot of pace. Um, They're controlling the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, There's a different word there. They're controlling the pace of the game. I couldn't, couldn't think of the word, but uh, he does a great job. Uh, Brad on Facebook says quite the spanking last night. Yeah. The jazz, if you didn't know, the jazz put a 40 point win over the warriors um, granted, uh, Steph Curry's out with the ankle injury. Um, a lot of their players are actually kind of injured. Um, you know, one of their guys went down with like a spine bruise. He like landed on his back. Vince Carter, uh, not intentionally, I don't think, but he gave him a little nudge in the air and he came down kind of weird. Um, a little bit of numbness in the legs, which is really scary. I'm not sure when he's going to come back, but the Warriors are kind of hurting right now. Um, and where they're not at the top, at the top of the West it kind of tells you that you might be, be seeing a couple of different teams in the championship game uh, this time around. Or championship series, I should say, in the NBA Finals. It is a best of seven. How cool would it be to go to a game seven? Uh, if the Jazz make it to a game seven, I might just have to go catch that bad boy. I'll pay I'll pay for that. That's, that's worth it. That's a bucket list thing to see a game seven. Um, I've, you know, last year I caught some playoff games. That was pretty cool. But a game seven... That's uncomparable to me. Uh, but that Jazz game is happening at 8.30 Mountain Time, 10.30 Eastern. It's a late West Coast game. It's in Portland, so um, something you can tune into later. Uh, it's been a really crazy year for the Western Conference, as I'm sure you guys um, know if you, if you follow any basketball, but also if you follow the podcast. I've been talking about it the last couple of shows. Uh, Brad on Facebook says, sweet, I'm in. Yeah, we, let's go catch a game in Salt Lake. If, it, if it's a game seven, I'm willing to fork over the cash. Uh, I mean, where the Jazz are going to be in the playoffs and a contending team, I think, it, it, you know, maybe there won't be a game seven. They'll just sweep everybody. But I don't think anybody gets through the Warrior or the, the the Rockets. I think the Rockets pretty much have that playoff, have the playoffs in the bag, man. Uh, but just to put it in perspective a little bit, there are only two two wins separating the number three seed from the number nine seed, or number nine ranking, I should say, because it's not really a seed in the playoffs. Um, that's crazy. So right, like right now, the the Trailblazers are like thirty eight wins, I think. Let me see if I can't pull up. Oh geez, I thought I had this open. Apparently not. That's all right. I'm not too worried about it. I think that's pretty accurate. Two games separating number three to number nine. 
So a win or a loss in the West really messes with you. <laughs> um, you could drop all the way to eighth from fourth, or you can go from seventh up to to fourth. Um, <laughs> pretty wild time in the, in the NBA West. So with that, let's talk about some Eastern Conference stuff. Uh, the 76ers are also looking to sta- snag the number three seed with the win over the Greek Freak and the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Um, I I love Giannis Antetokounmpo. That dude is really fun to watch. Um, but I think the Sixers will get that three seed. The Sixers are looking really strong. I think Joel Embiid's wearing a mask tonight in that game. So let's check out that score. Last I saw in in the first quarter, it was 45 to 15. Philly was beating the crap out of the Bucks. So let's go check that out real fast. Um, yeah, that's still the case. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia is 96, Bucks 60. 36 point separation with about four minutes to go in the third. So I think they probably have that one in the bag. I, I know Milwaukee's still in the playoffs, and losing this game might drop them a spot, but I think they're just happy to be in the playoffs. They've been improving every year. Uh, helps when you have a superstar like Giannis Antetokounmpo. I like to just throw his name out there in full, like say it out in full because it's impressive. <laughs> impressive on the note that it's a crazy name, but also that I can say it. I've I've practiced it. Um, but there's a bunch of other scenarios going on in the NBA playoffs that I could talk about, and to be honest, it's just gonna it's gonna get really confusing because it's like if so and so wins and they go up, and then if the other team loses, they go back down and up and down and over and across, and and then if this team loses, they actually switch from the Western Conference to the East, and then and then yeah, no, that doesn't happen. But you get what I'm saying. It's crazy when it comes down to the end because teams are like jumping around in the rankings, and uh, I don't want to lose anybody in that kerfuffle. I love the NBA and the NBA playoffs, especially uh, this this time of the sports season sports year whatever you want to call it is my favorite because the nba playoffs i feel like is some of the most exciting and athletic fast-paced intense competition you can see in sports and when it's a seven game series you get just more to watch and there's so many different stories that can happen anybody can come out on top kind of like march madness but uh, in the nba it's a little more cut and dry in the west this year Maybe that's not the case, (laughs) but we'll just have to see how that plays out when the games get started. But there's a certain story taking the league by storm right now that I really just have to talk about. If you haven't heard of a guy named Andre Ingram, then you're going to want to look this up. Uh, Andre Ingram is a guy who he played 10 years in the NBA G League or D League from when he started and uh, in the G League. He started out playing for, oh, let me go to his stats here, playing for the D-League affiliate of the Utah Jazz. I think it was the Utah Flash. And then you, he played for, what is that team? It's the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, the D- Defenders. He played for the Defenders for, I think, five years. And then when it switched to the G-League, he was playing with the South Bay Lakers. Still the Lakers organization affiliate. Uh, but this dude is insane. Andre Ingram is 32 years old now. He's played his entire professional basketball career in the developmental league for the NBA. But get this, he is the record holder for number of three-pointers made in a career in the G League. So the dude can shoot from beyond the arc, okay? Uh, but when you see him, he just looks like this normal dude, like, you know, a little bit little scrawny. Obviously, he's kind of tall, but 
kind of has some gray hairs too. And you're like, okay, that's cool. Well, the Lakers called him up. So the Lakers, I'm a huge Lakers fan, and I'm not just telling this story because I'm a Lakers fan, but just because of the human story that's behind it. So plays 10 years in in the G League or developmental league, and on the side he's also uh, tutoring math classes. I think he's got a degree in science, uh, some sort of science topic. Um, he, he was telling stories about how he struggled with physics. He couldn't wrap his head around the concepts, but math just came to him naturally. And so he tutors high school, or I'm not sure what level, what grade level, but he tutors students in math. Pretty cool. You know, as a, as a developmental league player for the NBA, you don't make a ton of money. Uh, I think in the last show, I actually mentioned that the, the players who just got drafted in the NBA 2K league, the eSports. Uh, competitive gaming affiliate of the NBA, those players make more than the minimum contract of a G League player. So that kind of gives you a little bit of perspective on it. Um, and those guys make like 32 to 35K over a six-month contract. So that's more than the minimum. I kind of, I imagine since he's been in the G League for about 10 years and he's been playing consistently, competing on a team that's actually done really well uh, in the, like the postseason for the G League, uh, I feel like he's probably a little higher than that. But then he tutors on the side because he loves it, a little bit of extra cash, and uh, it's all good and gravy. So Andre Ingram, this guy, (laughs) he's played in 384 games professionally. His 385th game was for the Los Angeles Lakers last night. It was really cool. There's a video out there. It's like a a three-and-a-half, four-minute video of them calling him up and this, here's how it kind of played out. And I could go find the video, but you can j- do the ju- just the same and just as easily. But basically what was supposed to be an exit interview on the season, because the, I don't think they made the playoffs this year. And so they were doing an exit interview with him, but they were taking him to a, a space that he had never been before. So he's just kind of, kind of like there, like, okay. <clears throat> and the camera is panning back and forth between uh, one of their the admin guys for the South Bay Lakers and Andre. And then you see Magic and the GM walk in. Um, Rob, Ro- not Rob Lowe, but <laughs> Rob Palinka. He looks like Rob Lowe. Uh, you see them walk in and he's just like, I wouldn't say starstruck because I'm sure he's met them before being in the Lakers organization. But they come walking in and he's like, wait, what's going on here? And almost on cue that the admin guy who was talking to him, he's, he was like, we had to move your exit interview up a day because we wanted to let you know that we're calling you up to the Los Angeles Lakers. And he was just like, oh, I just got chills right now saying that. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine working that hard your entire career? Your goal in life is to make it to the NBA. And 10 years later, you finally make it. Could you imagine Alice on Facebook says, I saw a thing in the news tonight that he was making 19000 a year. Wow. Wow. That's crazy to me. There's no way. There's no way he's surviving off of that. It's got to be more. Oh, I want to know what your source was. I'll have to go look that up now. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it. How much does Andre Ingram make? Let's see. A lot of headlines for this guy right now. <laughs> um, 
says never making more than 30,000 a year and working as a math tutor to make ends meet. So never making more than that, which means it probably fluctuates depending on your performance and whatnot. I imagine if you go to the postseason and you win, you probably get bonuses, things like that. Um, but the crazy thing that like when I was watching, when I was watching uh, this interview with him, uh, they asked him like, how, what made you stick around for so long in the developmental league? Like, like a lot of people would probably give up at that point thinking the dream is dead or something like that. And he's like, no, I don't know. That's, that's what kind of drove me to keep coming back. He's like every, every year that I played in the D league or the G league, every year there was a certain point in the season where I would hit a hot streak and I would get this feeling like this could be it. This could be the time that I get called up. And it just wouldn't happen. And 10 years later, it finally does. And there's a couple of reasons that I think it happened. Um, and I think it's ultimately good for him and the Lakers. Uh, first of all, I will say that uh, there were a couple of players who got called up this year on like 10-day contracts. And they're, they've been playing on and off. Um, Alex Caruso. And you got Travis Ware, who just got called up recently. And I think there's one other one. Uh, Gary Payton also. Uh I think if you don't know, that's Gary Payton's son. <laughs> I think his name's Gary Payton. Uh, Gary Payton Jr. Yeah, that's what I thought. Gary Payton the second. He kind of looks like Colin Kaepernick. Not gonna lie, just a little smaller. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, there are a few players for the Lakers D League affiliate who got called up and. Uh, at the end, he was one of those guys who got called up, and he was playing with those same guys who got called up. And so they obviously had this chemistry on the court. They were laughing, joking around, like they couldn't believe they were back together again. And uh, <laughs> But the crazy thing is this guy goes out and puts up 19 points in his NBA debut. I think they said that that was the most as a Laker for their NBA debut game. I mean, I, I saw that tweet. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not. Um, let me try Googling that real quick. Uh, most points by Laker in debut. Um, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. After 10-year wait. Blah, 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 blah. 19 points in NBA debut. Okay. I, I can't find anything that's spot on, so I won't worry about it. But not only did he score 19 points, but he came out shooting 100% in the first half. He was 3-for-3 three three from 3 two for two on free throws, which doesn't really count towards your field goal percentage. It's a different percentage. And he was like one, one for one on like a floater layup. And after that comes out in the second half, he missed one, but then he, he made a couple shots. He made a really big three towards the end to help keep them in it. Um, obviously the game didn't really matter, but I think this one had a little more of like a, um, em- I don't know if emotional is the right word, but this one had a little more meaning to it other than you know, beyond the competitive side of things. Um, this is like one of those stories that is a testament to continuing in, con- con- continuing down a path and putting in hard work to ultimately achieve your goals, staying persistent, continuously working on your game, getting better, and then eventually getting to that level that you want to be at. And not only – I mean, he's on a 10-day contract, so technically – after the season is over at the end of the night tonight, uh, he will still be there help, like finishing out the season with the Lakers. And it kind of makes you wonder, you know, if 
since he was such a cool story, I wonder if they'll sign him early in the season next year and see how he does. Um, but then again, the Lakers have been kind of struggling lately, and they need to really just develop some chemistry right over the offseason, come in next year strong. But uh, either way, that was one of my favorite stories uh, of recent time in the NBA. Uh, you can't help but like that guy. If you watch the videos, he's kind of contagious. He laughs a lot. He says, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. He says that a lot because obviously he appreciates getting called up to the NBA. Um, but shout out to that dude for, for showing out in his NBA debut and showing, showing those young kids out there that if you stick with it, you never know what can happen. So that's pretty cool. He plays in his second game tonight for the Lakers. That game also tips off at 8.30 Mountain Time, 10.30 Eastern on the West Coast. Uh, it's the Clippers against the Lakers. I think technically the Lakers are home for that one. Let me double check. Uh, no, I lied. Clippers are technically home for that one. Uh, and since we're at the end of the NBA talk, give you a quick update on the scores here, uh, the, the big games anyways. Uh, Philly, end of the third, Philly's winning 105-75. to They're probably going to take that one pretty easily. Uh, OKC over Memphis, 117-105. Let's see what else is a big one. Yeah, that, that Minnesota Timberwolves and Denver Nuggets game I mentioned, Minnesota's up 5, 88-83 with a, just under 10 minutes to go in the game. Winner goes to the playoffs, loser goes home. That's one you're going to want to watch here at the end. So just a few things before we uh, cap off this 45th episode of the Abstract Sports Podcast. So I talked about the NBA 2K League last week quite a bit. And uh, that's because they did the NBA, or they did the draft, um, and and now the players are starting to move to their cities where they'll be training and eventually playing for their NBA counterpart esports team. <coughs> and some of the houses these these kids these I say kids, but a lot of them are just grown men. <laughs> a lot of the houses these guys are living in are like mansions. One team that hasn't shown anything about their house, I think probably for privacy reasons, is the Utah Jazz. It's kind of a smaller market, so if they show any picture of the house, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, that's over here. <laughs> Let's go harass them. Um, but, yeah, really looking forward to the NBA 2K League. And uh, Becky on Facebook says, NHL feel-good story. Scott Foster, beer league hockey player, is called on to be emergency backup goalie for the Blackhawks stop seven shots on goal. That's right. That was, that was like a, a couple weeks ago. I saw that story. That was really cool. This dude is like, he's a beer league hockey player and he's an accountant, a full-time accountant and they needed an emergency backup goalie. So they called him up. He had seven shots, saved seven shots. That's so cool. Just some, some schmo. I mean, obviously been playing hockey for all his life. Probably gets called up in a strange scenario and, makes the best of it. I love those stories. Those are so cool because they're so unlikely. Um, oh, one thing I never mentioned about that Lakers story, because the Lakers did end up ultimately failing to make the playoffs, I think that that call-up story for Andre Ingram was really cool for the franchise to do. Uh, with it being Magic's first season, I think that was a very, you know, Magic's first season as a basketball operations guy for the Lakers. I think that was a smart move in terms of uh, marketing and uh, keeping 
some fun stories alive for the Lakers franchise going into the offseason. Uh, a lot of pressure on those guys this offseason, too, with uh, the space for two max contract superstars, potentially. So, uh, oh, yeah, so Becky on Facebook says it was last week, the beer goalie guy. But super cool. That was a very cool story. Thank you for reminding me of that one. Um, but speaking of this NBA 2K League stuff, uh, I, I've i been doing some some page building for on the abstract sports website. Um, and I, it's actually kind of cool. I, I have all the logos on there and I'm gonna, I want to share it with you guys. So let me go pull this up. Um, and what's awesome about this is I've been like really building up the pages so I can help get them to rank on Google. And if you do a search for some of these team names, um, you'll see my website's results show up on the first page. That's pretty big time. Um, I just kind of figured, you know, the NBA 2K League is one of those underground leagues right now, but it's going to blow up. And if I can build some domain authority and build some traffic off of it while I can, I might as well do it. So I'm going to share this link with you guys. Feel free to go visit it. Check out the logos, okay? These guys, they're, yeah, the, the logo that showed up in the thumbnail for me is my favorite. Uh, the 76ers GC, I think it stands for Gaming Club. Uh, Jen, welcome to the show. Uh, just finishing up talking about some NBA 2K League stuff. Um, so on the website, if you go to that page, you can learn a little bit about what the NBA 2K League is. Um, just a little bit. I mean, I didn't go into too much detail because I want to keep it short. I will be putting up the schedule for that for that league tonight. Um, I have the dates and and things of that sort. I just don't know what teams are playing when. So more of more on that to come. Uh, but then you can look at all the different teams here. If you click on one of those, you can see the roster. So you can see all the different players. And if you click their names, it'll actually take you to their Twitter account. Uh, all these guys pretty much use Twitter for their online marketing and self-promotion stuff. So I figured I'd link it there. But eventually, I do want to build this page out to be way cooler to show these players' stats and uh, things of that nature on this page. And then you can go to a player page and see all their stats for their history. So um, because the league is so small and the rosters are so small, it's going to be a lot easier to manage than it would be for the MLB or, hell, the NFL, where you have so many teams and 53 players per team. But I uh, definitely did some work on that. Go check out those logos. Let me know which one your favorite is. Um, look forward to hearing what you guys have to say. Uh, Javi Mas, yeah, Andre Ingram is the definition of hard work and perseverance. Yes, sir. Hard work paying off. Like Same thing with that beer hockey league guy. <laughs> uh, just just putting in work on his game, continuing to perfect his craft, and then you know, coaches and everybody pay attention to that. Even, you know, 10 seasons in, you think somebody would give up. No, this guy's grown gray hair, tutoring kids on the side, probably struggling financially, and still sticks with it. That's so cool. Uh, Becky on Facebook says, Seaports, Seaports News, Sam's League of Legends team took first in casual division in the IU, BSU, slash WSU tourney. That is awesome. Yeah, Becky's son, he's a, he's a big esports guy. And now I finally have a league that I can nerd out about um, maybe there'll be, be one way I can get Sam to enjoy some basketball or enjoy some sports ball team. Uh, <laughs> oh man. But yeah, 2k league is super exciting. Players are moving to their cities and, uh, first of May, the season tips off, uh, with a, a tournament. It's going to be, uh, what they call it? A tip off tournament. And there's like a hundred thousand dollar prize money for that. Um, and after that five day event, 
They go into uh, four weeks of play and then a tournament, four weeks of play and then a tournament, and then they repeat that one more time, and then I think it goes into the postseason in about mid-August, I think August 17th. Again, I'll get that schedule up, and I'll share it on the, the Facebook page, the Twitter, Instagram, whatever. So look forward to that if you are interested. One more little update before we go. It's still basketball, but I'm, uh, just I mentioned this in the last show where I, I'm thinking about doing an all-basketball podcast or an all-basketball show of some sort. Um, right now, I'm, I'm still not entirely sure what the format of that is going to be. Uh, I, I would love to be able to still cover some football and baseball and hockey as the stories come up that I want to share. Um, I don't know if that's going to be in the form of a podcast still like it is now. Um, and then the basketball one will just be another show that I do on another night. Um, but the way I'm thinking of doing it right now is that I, I will do maybe just like, and and don't get go, don't get discouraged. You'll still get some content about your favorite sports, but I'm thinking it'll be like a basketball podcast. Um, maybe it's a live show like this, and uh, and then I will put up like YouTube videos about football and baseball, giving like quick updates on what's going on, and sharing my favorite stories and why I think they're important for uh, that particular sport and the world in general. Because there's a lot of really cool feel good stories out there. There's also a lot of feel bad stories. I mean, one thing that I do have to mention, um, my thoughts are definitely with the friends and family of the Humboldt Broncos. Um, they are a junior, I believe a junior league hockey team. And, uh, they got into a, a really nasty bus crash. And the last I saw there were 16, uh, lives lost in that terrible accident. And <clears throat> it's one of those things you really hate to see because these players are, um, you know, they're pursuing a dream and, you know, they're working hard at it, but they're also having fun while they're doing it. And, they also mean a lot to their communities. People go and support them. And, and when you see that, you know, an, an entire team is gone pretty much because of um, an accident, it, it really just, it puts a lump in your throat. It really sucks. And so the thoughts are going out to the, to those guys. And uh, one really cool thing that came out of it, I guess, is, I mean, I wouldn't say anything cool about anybody passing away, but the, the, the community started putting their hockey sticks out on their, their porches, almost like a, you know, for breast cancer awareness, you have the pink ribbon, you've got um, different colors that represent different awareness weeks or months and what have you. Well, the hockey community started putting their hockey sticks out on their porch. And uh, it's really cool to see. I have a, a hockey buddy from Canada who shared this and um, I couldn't help but share it myself. It's really cool. And one of his friends commented saying, um, what do you do if your all of your hockey sticks are already out on your porch? And my buddy was like, "Well, I guess you just have to organize them then." So it's kind of like you're you're showing your support by putting that stick out there and letting people know that you are thinking about them. So an unfortunate story in the sports world. Um, I wish the best of those families in recovering and and getting back to a normal life. That pretty much does it for the show today. Um, if you aren't already, please like and follow this page so you can be notified when, uh, when the podcast goes live, we go live every Wednesday, seven o'clock mountain time, nine o'clock Eastern. If you aren't aware, um, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you go search for abstract sports, you can find us. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, 
And uh, those are pretty much your main outlets you're going to find us on. Just search for Abstract Sports. Um, that's our handle on everything. Uh, should be really easy. Um, and if you like to support the podcast as more than just a viewer, watcher, reader, listener, whatever it is, uh, go ahead and go to abstractsports.com support. You can make a monetary donation. Uh, that dom- donation helps keep our website online for another year and gives all our uh, a place for all of our content to live and all the no- donations are greatly appreciated. Anything that goes beyond that goal will, will be used for like giveaways and, and uh, other you know things like that. We want to be able to give back to the people who are supporting it. So uh, just know that that's there if you ever are feeling generous. Um, I think that does it for me. I want to say thanks to everybody who showed up tonight. Had a big crowd tonight. I'm really excited about that. Um, definitely refreshing to see some faces in here. Uh, so I really appreciate that. And uh, don't forget, we'll see you guys next Wednesday, same time, same place here live on Facebook. You just listen to the Abstract Sports Podcast, episode number 45. We'll see you next week with 46. All right, bye, guys.